Hello and welcome to Me, The Wife and Wrexham AFC. A weekly podcast and YouTube channel where we discuss all things Wrexham AFC from the point of view of long-term fans and new fans. So sit back, put your feet up, relax and let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to episode 80 of Me, The uh, Wife and Wrexham AFC. We're getting closer to that 100 every yeah. week. Well, yeah. obviously, goes <laughs> well by one. Um, I'm wearing my Norwegian Reds hat today. Any reason why? Yes, there is. Since we, we met uh, the Norwegian Reds supporters group from Norway uh, before Christmas. Yep. Lovely guys. They were great. They give me this hat and they give my son one as well. Didn't give me one, but you know, whatever. No, <laughs> no they whatever. didn't. But since that, we've been flying in Norway, haven't we? We've been, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were number seven in the uh, Apple podcast charts in Norway for football. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last week, we were number five in the Apple podcast charts for football so in, next in week, Norway. We hopefully, we'll be number one. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I was, I, I tried to learn. Um, oh, God. Well, <laughs> try to learn um, a thank you in Norwegian. And we've started recording, it's just gone out of my head. Um, but yeah, thank you, thank you. That I know that's English, but yeah, <laughs> apologies. I I tried to look. I know it was taxadaway, taxadahey. Why are you looking at me? I have no I idea. I, I apologize. I have no I'll, I'll idea. Try and learn it. Get us to number one, and I'll learn it for for next week maybe. Yeah. But yeah, no. Thank you very much to everyone in Norway. You're absolutely smashing the podcast at the moment. So thank you very much for that. Um, I'm going to start with the FA Cup discussion uh, this week. So I think it's quite um, important that we talk about it. Um, so, just to give it a little bit of context um, uh, to, to explain why we have the opinion that we have. Um, so, I work shifts in the job that I do. So, one week, Monday to Friday, I will work five in the morning till two in the afternoon. The following week, I will work two in the afternoon till ten at night. So, I work nine hours when I'm early and eight hours when I'm on afternoons, and they just alternate back into one week to the next. Um, so the FA Cup game was due to be any day between the 26th and the 29th. Mm-hmm. I'm right with that, yeah? Yep. Um, so we were hoping for a Saturday or a Sunday, if we're perfectly honest. Saturday, ideally, three o'clock, magic of the FA Cup and all that, you know, perfect time for it. Uh, we understood that maybe we might be on TV, so we were hoping... Friday night, not ideal, but it was doable because it was on a week where I was on 6-2. So I'd be finished at 2 in the afternoon on the Friday, jumped in the car, get to Blackburn, watch the game half 7, quarter to 8, whatever time it would be on. Um, Saturday, ideal, both off work, uh, lads not in school. Uh, perfect, we could have done that one. Sunday, exactly the same scenario yeah. with that one. Uh, we could have done that as well. Um, as it transpires, they have taken the decision to put the Blackburn game on a Monday night um, at 7.30. So that is the 29th of January. January. I lost what month we were in for a minute. So 7.30, the 29th of January, which is a Monday. Now for us, um, I will be working two in the afternoon till 10 at night uh, on that day. So the only way that I could go to that game would be by booking a day's holiday. Now, most of you are saying, well, 
you know, what's what's wrong with that? Booking a day's holiday. The problem is we're going on holiday in July, so I've already booked six, seven days off for that. Uh, we're having a week off in October as well, so I've already booked days for that. And um, our son is off school around Easter, so we've booked time off for that. I've also booked time off for Chan's birthday and a couple of little things. That leaves me with very minimal days for the rest of the year. Um, so I would have to book a full day off work for this. Yeah. Uh, and the problem with that is it's about sort of hedging your bets a little bit because if we go through in this round, um, the next round is on a Wednesday when I am also working 210. <laughs> Um, so it's sort of like if I do this one, I couldn't do the next one. The and... moral of the story is get a different job, <laughs> a nine to five job. Yeah. So uh, th this is me whining. This is my personal moan about it being You're on You're not a the Monday. only one. You're I... not the only one. Don't worry. I know. It'll be on BBC One Wales. So it will be on, on the TV. <clears throat> um, I don't know about internationally. Uh, I am assuming that ESPN will probably pick this up yeah. for all the international they fans. They usually do, um, don't they? What's your thoughts on I've I've made it quite clear I'm very unhappy uh, yeah. with the decision. Um, I'm gutted. Our, our nephew's gutted. He said to me yesterday, um, or Saturday, sorry, are you going to the uh, Bur Bur Burnley? The Blackburn game. Cool, and, don't mix up Blackburn and Burnley. No, I know, sorry. Whoa. Uh, the Blackburn game. And I was like, oh, no, we can't because Uncle Ryan's working. And he was, he looked really sad. And I said, well, <laughs> why don't you ask your dad if he'll take you? <laughs> but that's the other problem is is people with young kids. Uh, it's a 7.30 kickoff. It's an hour and a half away. It's getting there during rush hour. You know, uh, a lot of people wouldn't be able to leave until their kids finished school. Which is about half three, yeah, depending uh, what year you're in, I think. Yeah, uh, and then you're hitting dead on into rush hour traffic. You've got um, food. Yeah. It's and just logistically, it is yeah, a nightmare. And if you've got young kids as well, that game isn't going to finish until about half nine. You're not going to get out of the stadium until about 10 o'clock. By the time you get back to your car and home, it's well, you're looking at midnight getting home. I mean, our lad wouldn't care. He wouldn't, but <coughs> if you've got kids that are six or seven yeah, or something like that bit... that you really wanted to take to the game, it, it sort of puts the, the complete kibosh on that and you're not really able to do that anymore. With that in mind then, do you think that... Um, I'm assuming it's the EFL that make the decisions. Or is it the club? No, it'll be the FA that make that decision, uh, basically. Um, that um, oh, it'll be the, it's it's a bit of a. It's not the club, is what I'm is what I'm trying to get the, at. The club would have been it might have been involved in the decision. You see, because it's it, it's a, they talk about what games they want to put on TV. BBC Wales would have gone. We'd really like to put this game on. Um, yeah, so there would have been a bit okay. of a. Dis my... There might have been a discussion. I I'm not sure whether they cut the clubs out of it completely. Okay, my question is then, do you think, and a lot of people have said this, do you think that this game has chosen TV, or whoever's made the decision, have chosen TV over the fans? Yeah, good, totally. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just about, it's, it's, you know, it's not really taking into account the fans. I don't think a, a Monday game. You know, don't get me wrong. Someone has to be on Monday. I, I, I get that. You know, but there, there is already a game on Monday without putting us on Monday as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, it is sort of TV over fans for me a little bit. And like I say, anyone with young kids, 
they're not you know then some might attend you know we went to we went to Sheffield United um last season that was on a Tuesday night that was the replay uh, we did that um it was a little bit different last year because of how for me personally because of how my shifts fell I didn't necessarily have to take the same amount of time off mm-hmm. I know it's luck of the drawer a little bit and and you know on what happens um but yeah, it's it's one of them. I think, you know, they gave Leeds uh, United 7,300 tickets for their league game uh, recently. That was the the size of... For Blackburn, the, the, you mean? Blackburn gave Leeds yeah. 7,300 tickets. Um, I, 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 I honestly believe on a Saturday or maybe a Sunday, we'd have had a good crack at, at, at selling that out. I think we would have. Uh, uh, yeah, I think Definitely. so. Uh, now it's on a Monday. I can't just can't see it happening. I can't see us selling seven odd thousand you tickets well, for a Monday night. You don't night. know. You've got you've got people. You don't you've know. got people that haven't got children. You've got people that um, can book holidays the day after. You've got people that do work shifts, but they could be on their four off. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There are a lot of people that kind of have that kind of you know luxury. Well, not luxury, but do you know what I mean? So. If we do get the same but allocation, it, I think we. I think there's a possibility that I, we could get it. Yeah, I, I get. I get that there are some people that would be able to make it because they're on. And I did see some comments on Twitter of people saying, you know, oh, that falls on my four off, or that yeah. falls on my right for my shift part. You are alienating a lot of people. But that's not. I don't think you're going to get seven thousand people that that suits. No. If I if I'm completely honest, I just don't think it's going to suit that many people. Um, and then you're going to get all the all the trolls saying, "Oh, you know, Wrexham haven't got diehard fans." It's not that we're not diehard; it's just that we we have jobs, and if it, we don't have jobs, we won't be able to go to the games. Yeah, I, and it's just it's quite know. hard to judge our fan base at the moment as well. It, it is really hard because if you've got, uh, a, you know, if we had a twenty five thousand seater stadium. And we're getting attendances of 22,000, 21,000. Mm-hmm. You know there's 22,000 fans that are willing to go to the games. We've only got 12,000 odd and at the moment. And we're selling that out. So we don't know how many people are actually missing out. We don't know if it's... Two people? We don't know if it's another 12,000 that are missing yeah. out and not able to... It's really hard to judge how many how many people are, are in this fan base that mm. would go to games on a regular basis? So y- you could be right that we could still have a decent crack at selling seven thousand. Yeah. So a lot of you know a lot of Blackburn fans online saying they're gutted, you know, because they wanted they wanted seven thousand of us going and they wanted that atmosphere and stuff could like that. Could they change it? Not now. No. no, that's it. It's set in stone. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A few comments that we um, that we that we saw on uh, on Twitter. So Ben said, uh, "Picking TV over fans should be ashamed." Uh, Gav Lee said, "Awful decision by the club. Left many families with young fans unable to attend. Very poor decision, in my opinion." Uh, Mr. Speedy, I'd rather it not 
not be on TV and have it moved to a mon than have it moved to a Monday seven thirty. Do they forget people have jobs? Andy Mac seventy nine has he's tagged in everyone. everyone. He's tagged in re he's tagged <laughs> the club. Uh, Ryan Rob BBC Wales Emirates. Yeah. What a disgraceful decision! People talk about the magic and history of the FA Cup. Myself, my mates, our sons were planning a great away day on the twenty seventh to Rovers. All that is gone now with this decision. Yeah, Andy Trotsky. Um, he said. Uh, uh, that's a lot of kids and families. He did say something else before that, but I'll cut that out. Uh, and a great away day ruined. Even Blackburn was saying about doing a reduced price for the magic of the FA Cup would have been a great Saturday. James, uh, J Roper painting. As a Rovers fan, this should have been on a Saturday just for you lot to fill the stand. Shocking decision. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think all in all, there were some people that were happy. The, the people that were happy that I'd seen commented were then getting abuse from the many people who found it as a, a poor decision. It's one, uh, of, it's one of them things you're not going to you're not going to please everybody, are you? you look, no. But I, I would say I understand that point. Although stop pointing your finger. <laughs> I would say that a lot of not all, but a lot of a percentage of Wrexham fans are older, working class, working people who have jobs, work shifts. And all that, and it seems like that hasn't been taken into consideration. With no, this, no, with no. Yeah, I think, it, like you say, it's you know, it's it it does suit people, some people. Yeah, of course it does. But I think it suits a lot less, less. people. Yeah. Um, and as I say, we always knew there was going to be a Monday night game. Uh, they picked the Monday night game. It wasn't us. I'm surprised they chose um, us to play on a Monday though. Yeah, they didn't, you know, they didn't pick us for Monday night. Everyone was happy because they they saw the schedule and they thought perfect, we're going to be on a Saturday. That's great. And then BBC Wales gets BBC in. Wales stuck their nose in <laughs> and decided to put it on on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. very very poor decision for me. Um so right. Should we move on from the Yeah, we got to be hatred of the FA Cup. Yes, yes. So, we got to be careful with this now because um so we had an incident this week, last week, sorry. Um, so there was a bit of a rumour. I, I just got to tiptoe through this a little bit because I, I don't want to cause additional problems to what had already been caused last week. Now... Stick to the facts. Stick to the facts. Yeah. So uh, I, I will leave some information out and you'll understand why in a minute. Um, so there was a rumour that um, Charlie Savage and Robbie Savage had been seen at the club. It wasn't just from one person, wasn't from two, it was from numerous people had claimed that they'd seen him. Now, whether one person made it up, passed it round, and other people were trying to say, oh, yeah, I saw him too, I saw him yeah. too. We're, we're completely, we don't know. We're a little bit in the dark about that. But that came up. Now, um, Charlie Savage, for anybody who doesn't know, is the son of Robbie Savage. Robbie Savage was born in Wrexham. He is from Wrexham. He never played for Wrexham. He went. Uh, he played for some of the uh, local youth sides here, uh, Brickfield being one, which I used to play for, and uh, Lex as well. And then he went to the um, Manchester United Academy. So never really had uh, anything to do with Wrexham. Although in our dark days, um, I'm pretty sure this is 100% true, but... Um, Again, uh, we're uh, yeah. not sure. We're, not 100%, but I, I remember a, a story that when we were struggling, yeah. uh, Robbie Savage paid the uh, one of the electric bill yeah. for, the, for the club. And I'm, I'm, I remember that. Yeah, I'm sure that's true, but that was back in the day. 
Anyway, so a lot of ties. Um, so Robbie's mum still lives in Wrexham as well. Um, so that's Charlie's grandma or nana or whatever, they, or whatever they call whatever that. They call that. Um, so, yeah, so a lot of transfer rumours were rife on this day. So... Sean put a post out on social media. I like how not we put a post out, Sean put a post Sean, out. You always like taking credit for doing the social media. Yeah, I know, but so, when things go a bit awry. Yeah, so Sean put a post out saying transfer rumour. 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 Uh, you know, about Charlie Savage, put a picture of him on and all that. Now, out of the blue, uh, Charlie Savage replied to our tweet. Now, I'm not going to say exactly what he said, but... Um, if I'm paraphrasing what he said a little bit, uh, to, to us, we understood it to mean, oh, very flattered to be linked, but but, uh, not. but it is not true. Yes. It, that is paraphrasing. I'm not using the actual words he said no. for very good reason, uh, because a lot of people jumped on this comment, started uh, reposting it. Specifically, Reading fans started quoting the his reply in tweets. Um, he started getting a bit of abuse online because of what he'd said, even though we understood what he meant by his comment. Uh, it, I think he was like, it could have been taken another way, and we understand yeah. why Reading fans got a little bit annoyed by that. Um, so anyway, uh, Weirdly, for a professional footballer with 116,000 followers as well, uh, Charlie Savage's uh, DMs are open, which I find a little bit odd because professional footballers don't usually do Not that. Not usually. Um, so uh, we then, <laughs> he then deleted his reply to our tweet. Which again caused a bit of like confusion. Yeah, people are going, you don't delete it if there's, there's no, no truth in it, it or anything all like that, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he then DM'd us directly saying, look... Uh, a paraphrase again. Yeah, so it, it, he basically said he was getting quite a bit of abuse online. Yeah, um, which is bang now, out of order. When he, when he tweeted his reply, I screenshotted it. He then deleted his reply. People were then asking us, I'm sure I saw Charlie Savage replying... So then I, in the comments, put the screenshot of his um, his reply. He DM'd us and said, would you mind removing that screenshot? Because that isn't what I meant. I can understand why it's being misconstrued, but yeah, I meant yeah. this. I replied to him and said, to be honest, I didn't think you meant whatever these people think you meant. And I said, I'm more than happy to take it off. I took it off. Um, he's a lovely guy, by the way. We had a little bit of a chat with him. Um, he, he's a really nice guy. You yeah, know, for he's a, a young a, lad, isn't he? For he's a 20-year-old, not... he's got his head screwed on. Yeah. Lovely guy. Yeah. Uh, I took my shot uh, by saying, look, um, if, you, if you know, you're going to have a great career, I love you as a player. If your journey as a footballer ever brings you to Rex and we will welcome you with open arms. I just thought I'd put that out there just to just so he might remember that in the future. But he was lovely and I, you know and I, I don't I, think he will remember that. <laughs> no, I think it's all died down a little bit now. I think we're all going to move on with our life. Uh he's he has you know he said he's not coming. Doesn't always 
mean that they're not, but I think we I just... I think I personally, with the comment that he put and then the deleting of it, and I just think it's very, it's a bit far-fetched. I don't think he'd be coming to Wrexham. No, I, I, maybe not. Maybe not. It would be a great sign-in if he did. Um, we need more young players. We do. We need more young players at the club. We've we got we've got some elder... I'd like to repeat that again. We need more young players we do. at the club. Uh, <laughs> we've got quite a few. Look, we've got great players. Uh, elder, oh. But I would call them elder statesmen <laughs> uh, in the sense of James McLean. Fantastic works his socks off. Oh, yeah. Is brilliant. Love him. Um, you know, Stephen Fletcher, another one. Ben Tozer's getting to that age now. We we do need a few younger players starting to bolster that lineup. Um, yeah. I, I understand the model that we've got and the model that we've got works really well in mm. bringing these players in. Uh, yep. And um, What old players can we bring in this time? <laughs> <laughs> Older but, players, sorry, not but, old But, you know, players. at some point we're going to have to change that model a little bit and start to develop some younger players. Yeah, which I think through. is happening. Yeah. I, obviously with the... Yeah. Um, I don't know if you... I haven't gone through the notes. So I don't know if you can oh, talk about this. Oh, Owen and... Uh, yeah, I haven't put that in. You no. haven't. So, yeah, with the transfer of Owen and Dan Davis... Yes. To Colwyn Bay. Yeah, only on loan. Uh, yeah, I know. I yeah. was going to say that. Oh. They're obviously on loan till the end of this season. Um, so they'll obviously hope they'll hopefully get more game time, develop their skills, blah, blah, blah. Then you've got Billy Waters, who's gone to Doncaster. Yeah, there you go. What did I say? When? Well, I said he's gone somewhere else. Yeah, you did. I don't know what you were talking anyway, about. Anyway, he's but... gone to Doncaster. Um, so again, hopefully he will be able to develop his skills and uh, probably go in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to cut across you and go, he isn't coming back. I know. He will come back because he's still our player, but yeah. he isn't coming back <laughs> to start a game for us. But I think Owen Cushion and Dan Davis, because I have said before, I really like Dan Davis. I think he's a great player. And the fact that I know, him, I know somebody related to him as well, oh, okay. which I didn't know no. until... Well, uh, the other thing is, you know, we look at the, another young player that we've had out on loan uh, in, uh, uh, I, be I believe, both uh, Jordan Davis went out on loan to Carnarvon, I want to say, sort of League of Wales yeah. anyway, uh, and I think Max did as well. Uh, went out on loan and look you know we got some re it's good experience get regular game time if you're not getting regular game time in the first team at Wrexham it's good to go out there and develop your skills but there is the chance that you when you develop your skills out, out in another team yeah, maybe, not, maybe not come back to uh, yeah but Wrexham. it's a chance you've got to take if you're not yeah. playing it is Billy then. seems happy anyway he made his debut yesterday oh did he Doncaster didn't even look so uh, yeah they lost though didn't they I, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Who cares? Anyway, Salford tickets. Let's talk about that. They went on sale last uh, Thursday. Thursday morning. Um, and we didn't manage to get some. Yes. It is going to be our first away day. Not for the want of trying, by the way. Um, tickets are like... Well, we would have uh, gone to Notts County if you hadn't got gastritis. Yeah, so it's not the first time we have got tickets. Got tickets um, but um, it's the first game... Fingers crossed, we're going to go to. Um, so we tried for Stockport tickets, didn't get them. Tranmere tickets, didn't get them. MK Dons is now being played on Tuesday, so we can't yeah, go to that. Uh, Bradford tickets we tried for, didn't get them. Um, so we got Notts County tickets. I ended up with gastritis. We couldn't go to that one. 
So Salford's the first one that we've got tickets for. Um, so we're really happy about that. Um, excited. Yeah, really excited. To, first away day. Have you, I'm assuming you've been to Salford before. I haven't been to Salford before. Oh. It's another reason I wasn't... I am, I am annoyed by the Blackburn game. But I have been to Ewood Park before. Sean hasn't, but I have. So if I'm going to miss a game, if it's at a ground I've already been to, yeah, c'est la vie. You know, hopefully, so we, you know, we're kind of circling back to the FA, but hopefully if we get through to the FA Cup fifth round... We, you know, we might get a Liverpool or a, an Arsenal or a... Yeah, I, I, I don't... Arsenal through, but... It, it, I would book a, some holiday yes. for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we've got tickets for the Salford game, which is on February the 3rd. Yeah, so we're excited about that. And yeah. We'll, we, you know, we'll talk a bit more about that uh, a little bit closer to the time. Yes. So we got a, um, we got a comment uh, this week uh, from David David Middleton. Um, he, he, one thing he said was Arthur's got to be more vocal in the box. Uh, he needs to let his defence know to pick up that back post runner. Now, what he was referring to was the Shrewsbury game mm. uh, when their, their, their player ghosted in at the back post. I just wanted to talk about Arthur a little bit um, because, I, David, I completely agree. It, it seems that at the moment with what we got, what we've got in defence uh, in that central area, we've got Arthur does seem a little quiet, mm. you know, because when you... he can't open his mouth because of his mask. No, he's always been like I that. Know, that I, I know, you know I know. And I'm not sure why that is. He, he is a bit quiet. Mm. Um, you know, when you're at a game, you know, not so much when you're watching it on TV, but when you're at a game like we are, um, you know, when, when we had Ben in goal, you used to hear him barking constantly. Leighton and Dibble as well. They yeah, used to be quite vocal. You just used to hear him barking at their defence all the time. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. The crowd sort of, you know, do it for sort, of, sort of they do sort of drown out some of the noise sometimes. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I've ever heard Arthur shouting though. And then you've got Max, who seems a little bit quiet in the middle. You've got Tom, who I don't particularly see shouting very much and and, and calling out. So out of that sort of four, that little sort of triangle that Max you've got, Dewarth did on Saturday, you know. Yeah, but I'm I'm not sure he's the the most no, vocal. No, he's not. He's not. No. So what you've ended up with is you've got Ben shouting at everybody, and Ben doesn't have 360 degree visibility. You need your keeper to be more vocal yeah. because your keeper is the one person on that pitch who can see everything mm. in front of him literally everything and we just need him i love him but he's just a little bit more vocal. experience though um yeah some keepers have it straight away they they just you, but you've just got to really get into your defenders you know even if it's ben if, if ben's not picking up his man scream at him and tell him to pick up his... It doesn't matter he's the captain. doesn't matter he's, he's the most experienced person in that defence. As a keeper, yeah. you need to be screaming at him to tell him. And, you know, that ne that needs to happen more. So, I, David, I would completely agree with that comment. But to talk about Arthur a little bit, um, one thing I, I told you is do not fall in love with a lone player. Too late. That's the question. Is I don't it? think I'm the only one, though. A lot of people are like, "Please, can we keep him?" Yes, I, I look. I agree. I, I, I love him. Apart from the, the, you know, maybe a little bit more vocal. I think superb goalkeeper. He's just young. A lot of time to keep developing. Mm. Perfect. 
um, in a lot of ways, I would say, you know, a couple of areas that maybe need to be improved. He comes for the ball. He's, he's quite mobile, which I like. Love Mark Howard. I've got no, I don't have bad things to say about Mark, Mark Howard, although... If you compare him to Arthur, I think Mark is a lot more static. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of balls that Arthur came for on Saturday where Sean turned to me and go, Mark wouldn't have come for that, would he? Oh, thanks. Throw me under the bus. No, no, but you're right is what I'm saying. Mark wouldn't have come for them in the way that Arthur does and commands the box. But again, is that because he's had a different... He's had different co- uh, goalkeeping training than Mark has. Maybe because it may, may be more of a generational thing that you know they they are a lot more yeah. mobile. But he just seems more mobile in general, I would say. Um, but uh, as with lone player players, they can easily just get recalled. Yeah, no. A drop of a hat tomorrow. Arsenal might go. We're cutting short his loan, even though they've said to us we've got him till the end of the season. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Look, it, it it would leave a bad taste in the mouth between the clubs. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't I'm, think Arsenal will care. I'm going to use two examples for you. So Swindon have two players. Sorry, I'll rephrase that. Had two players. Dan Kemp and Jake Young. Um, they were their top scorers at the club. Uh, between them, up until the start of January, uh, Dan and Jake had scored 30 goals for Swindon. They were uh, Jake had won Player of the Month once, maybe twice, um, uh, in in League Two, um, and the problem with playing really well is uh, for for the club that you're at is that their parent clubs, basically Bradford and MK Dons respectively, um, went oh <laughs> well have them back if yeah. that's all right. They were on season long loans as well. And okay. their, their par- both their parent clubs have decided, yeah, we're we're taking we're, the, having, we're having these two back because they're they're absolutely on fire. So the thirty goals them two have scored in the first half of the season, gone. Just like that, they're gone. And that is why having one lone player in your in your squad is dangerous. Especially if they're a very influential player, uh-huh. because they could be gone. To have two or three, Doncaster, for example, they've just taken Billy. They're at their max now. They've got five lone players. If all five of them lone players get recalled, they're screwed. Well, so to one of them won't. One of them definitely <laughs> won't. You're horrible, you are. <laughs> I like Billy, but he ha- he's just... He's not getting recalled. He's no, not getting recalled. Um, so, you know, you know, it's such a dangerous thing. And the fact we've got one is good that we don't have five or two or three. But it's one of our pivotal players and at any point he could be gone. So it, it is a dangerous thing. Um, what do you think our chances are of signing him long term? Honestly, forget the emotion out of it. Just be honest. I, d- I can't see it. No? No, I mean, as much as I'd love it. I just can't, you know, he's come from Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal are obviously a Premier League team. Yeah. Um, Arthur Oconquo is young. He's obviously a great goalkeeper. Yeah. You know, he's... Uh, Do you know what the one thing I think saves us? is that we've loaned him from... We haven't loaned him from MK Dons or Bradford. 
Yeah, a, another club in our league. So he's not going to be going to them and he's not playing going, against. He's us. not going back to Arsenal to get into their first uh, first eleven. Is he? <laughs> no, he, he's not because they've got David Raya, they've got Ramsdale. He's not getting in that starting eleven. No. As much as I love Arthur, he isn't. Do you know what I mean? He's he's very much down the pecking Which order. Which makes me think why you know as much as I say that it's not it's not something that I think is going to happen. Yeah. When you put it like that, surely it could. They it, may release him. They're not going to release him. They are going to want money for him. Well, that's, yeah, obviously. That's, that's what the, I meant. So the way his loan, I think, could end, he's not getting recalled to play in Arsenal's team. He, he's not, OK? That's simple as that. They've, they they've got strength and depth in that area. Yeah. So well, the only don't. way he could get re- recalled, he, he played at Sturm Graz. So that's in the Austri- Austrian, not Australian, Austri- Austrian. Austrian sort of top flight. Mm-hmm. So if a club, I don't know what the agreement between Wrexham and Arsenal is. I don't know if we've paid a fee to loan him. I don't know if we're paying all of his wages, a percentage of his wages, none of his wages. Any of them could be true. Okay. So let's say we're paying a small percentage of his wages mm-hmm. and Arsenal are paying the rest and then he's, yeah. he's on loan to us. Yeah. If a club went into Arsenal and said, we'll give you two million quid and we'll pay 100% of his wages, then potentially he would get recalled to go to, out on loan to that club. That is a scenario which has happened in football before. Again, I can't see that happening. I keep f- flipping between one and two. Why did you say flipping so weirdly then? Because I, I wanted to say flitting. And then I couldn't I couldn't remember <laughs> what I was saying. So I said flipping. I'm flitting between, I think we've got a chance of keeping him. Then to then going him. back to, I don't think we've got any chance of keeping him. <clears throat> I don't know. If I'm honest, I really don't know. I'm, I'm very much on the fence about what's going to happen. I'd love to keep him. Mm. I, I'm just not sure. I'm really not sure. So, But Arthur, we love you. Please stay. Can we keep him? Yeah, uh, like David did, uh, anybody who wants to get in touch can do. Uh, they can get in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or email us at me, the wife, and wrexhamafc at gmail.com. Should we talk about the AFC Wimbledon game now? I suppose we better add, haven't we? Right, well, first of all, I'd like to give a special mention out to uh, an AFC Wimbledon player. Yes. Um, number 31, I think his name is Joe Lewis. Yes. Um, what were those shorts all about? I, yeah, a definite special mention for, for, I... for playing... 90 minutes in gold hot pants. I think uh, we we salute you for that. It was like... It was. I've seen so many memes and so many give, gifs. Gifs. Or gifs. Gifs of him. One in particular I thought was an absolute belter. Yeah. Was um, Kylie Minogue in the spinning around video. Yeah. There's gold hot pants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also somebody put a picture of the gold, gold uh, hot pants and said... These were found outside the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, they were... And somebody sent us a message, actually, saying that, um, <clears throat> I hope Sean wasn't too distracted by the, <laughs> by the shorts. I was totally distracted, but not for the reasons that you might think. I, I'll be honest. <clears throat> you, you say, I hope Sean wasn't distracted. I was a bit distracted um, because it was just not so much from the back, just from the mm. front. It was especially the side-on view. <laughs> It was very distracting. It was. It's like you just, it's one of them things that you go, well, I don't want to look at it, but 
It's just there, isn't it? I don't, I, like, just, I, don't, I don't understand the mentality behind it. I, My brother said, 1990, well, I said to you or Zach or something, well, Zach wouldn't understand because he's like he's like eight, but yeah. I said, oh, uh, 1990s wanting their shorts back. And then yeah. my brother goes, so it, let everyone know the 1980s wanting their shorts back. And I went, I've already done that joke, Dave. Yeah, more 80s, I'd say, than yeah? 90s. Yeah, mm. I'd say so. But it, anyway, they were horrendous. And the kit, AFC Wimbledon's kit, disgusting. disgusting. They've got, look, they've got some really nice... It, it, basically, the, the blue shirt that they had on... With, nice. Okay. Yeah, That goes with blue shorts and blue socks. That kit's quite nice. I quite like it. The the gold shorts as well go with like a gold shirt, and uh, that kit is quite nice. What for some bizarre reason they try they decided to mix the two, which is really odd. And honestly, it was vomit inducing. It was disgusting. It was horrible. So bad. It was the worst kit we've had there. That, I think it's their but third, indi- uh, third kit. Maybe, but individually. Them two kits as a as a whole are very nice, but to mix them together, it was. It, it looks was... like because the shorts were the short. Sorry, the socks were gold and with like a blue band around them. But when they were like when players were like quite far away from you, it just looked like they had this blue band around. You couldn't tell they had socks on. Yeah, no, it was, it was very bizarre. It was odd. It was it, a horrible kit. Anyway, we were unchanged from Shrewsbury. Yes. Uh, no, Mendy. Obviously, he's at the Afcon. Yeah. Uh, just to just to talk about that, actually, the Gambia squad got on a plane uh, mm-hmm. on their way to is it in Ivory Coast? Yeah, it's in Ivory Coast. Uh, they they got on a plane to go uh, to to the Afcon. And um, their plane had to turn around and come back because people were passing out on the plane because there wasn't enough oxygen. Scary. Yeah, that is a bit scary. So I think the flight only lasted nine minutes. And I don't they, think Mendy was affected, though. He was, no, and I think they realised quite quickly, turned the plane around and landed. So just to, if anybody's heard little bits of this story, just to make to let everyone know that our... Our Mendy Mendy is fine. And, um, yeah, they've, they've landed and they've gone back again. But, yeah, everything's okay, but probably quite a scary moment for yeah. him there. Um, I'd say Wimbledon had the best of the first... I was trying to make notes during the game. Best of the first 10, 15, 20. <laughs> uh, the number kept going up, really. Yeah. They definitely had the best first of half, it. half, I think. Yeah, they, they, they hit the bar. Sasu hit the bar, didn't they? 29. Yes, I'm I'm shocked that he didn't score. Yeah, number yeah, fifteen minutes in. Um, yeah, it was it was, yeah, I, it sort of felt like it was coming for yeah. them. You know, it was they were they were sort of chipping away. The one thing that massively helped us out is now I I, I pride myself in uh, knowing a lot about football. You know, in different areas, not just Wrexham, in a lot of different areas. Now, I was really worried uh, about uh, Ali Alhamidi, who played for Wimbledon. Um, he's an amazing player. I, I still, ha- to this day, have my fingers crossed that we might put a bid in for him. I think he is one of the best strikers in League Two. I definitely think he's one of them players who, at some point, he's going to move on from Wimbledon. And uh, if Wimbledon are clever, they would put a definite salon clause on there for to, to get something on because I think he's going to make a jump up the leagues. I yeah, think he, yeah. he'll move on to sort of League One Championship, and uh, who knows uh, after that? Fantastic player. I was really worried about him playing for them, um, and then he wasn't in the team. So well, I looked if he was on the bench, and he wasn't on the bench, and I was like, that is an absolute result for us. And then all day I was really confused about why he wasn't there. So I'd Googled anything to see if he was like transfer rumours. 
And then I thought, was he injured? And then I think it was about 11 o'clock last night, or it might have been a little bit earlier than that. I went, I know why he wasn't there. He, He's an international player, is he? He plays for Iraq, and Iraq are in the Asian Cup. Uh... So he's been he's been caught. But, and I was like, why didn't I know this? Because, like I say, I sort of pride myself in knowing quite a bit about everything, especially surrounding League Two clubs. And, like, I've even done research into what players have gone to the Asian Cup and what players have gone to the AFCON and all that sort of stuff. And I just missed him. I'd missed him completely off the, the list. And yeah, so he plays for Iraq and they're in the Asian Cup. So that's why he wasn't there. I mean, that couldn't Mystery have solved. It, well, it wasn't a mystery for everyone else, I don't think. It was just a bit of a mystery to me. <laughs> but yeah, I'd missed it. And that's the reason why uh, he wasn't playing. Couldn't have fallen any better for us, I don't think. Nah. Because I, I, Thank you, know, you, Iraq. <laughs> yeah, because I think Team. he... Yeah. <laughs> Because I think he would have caused us problems. More yeah. problems than they they caused us, many, maybe. Um, do you know how many goals he scored this season? I, I don't, quite a, a few. Lot. A lot. Uh, it's a lot. He has scored quite a few. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, Sasu on the left was seeing lots of the ball, wasn't he? It was a case of mm. um, uh, he was caught, causing Anthony Ford quite a few he problems. Was. Um, and somebody had asked me uh, in one of the groups that I'm in, uh, do you think we need to swap forward for Barney at halftime? My comment to that was, and I think I alluded to this last week, that I think Ford is probably a better defender than Barney mm. is. Barney's better going forward, but I yeah. think Ford is better defending and he was sort of turning him inside out a little bit and Fordy was getting caught quite a bit and I was a little bit worried because they kept pinging the ball out to him again and again and again and I thought at some point something's going to come from this he had another shot as well which I think a, a concourse saved it was sort of right at him um, and he, he sort of just held yeah. it and it took him two, two goals at it our first shot on target didn't come until 44 minutes in um, and uh, it was an Elliot Lee header that was quite tame. It was straight at the keeper. So I was going to say the keeper had, you know, if he didn't save that, then he deserves to be sacked. Yeah, I know. <coughs> so it was nil-nil at halftime. Yeah, um, take, I, I'd take it. The I, way that the game started, I'm like, yeah, take it all day the, long. the best we could have hoped for, yeah. really, with that first half. We didn't really seem to get going. Um, and yeah, I'd have, I'd have taken that. But we... Something to talk about. At halftime, we went live on YouTube. We did. So we did. Uh, we had a little bit of a chat about the game from the ground uh, with a pitch behind us. Uh, we walked down to the new stand just to show people the new stand and stuff like that while you're at the ground. Um, and um, it was very well received, to yeah. be honest, by a lot of the international fans who sort of liked it because they felt like they, they, they were a bit more involved than what was happening at the ground. Um what we we didn't advertise we were doing it on Saturday, and the reason we, we didn't, weren't sure it was going to work, we weren't. Yeah, we weren't one hundred percent sure it was going to work, but it did. It went down really well. So moving forward, we are going to do a live at the halftime of every game. So whether it's we're not at the game, yeah. or... Yeah. The main purpose is the home games. We're going to be at every single one of them. We're going to do a live at half time. We'll take questions, which we did on Saturday. You know, post questions in the comments, anything that you want to ask, anywhere that you want us to go in the in the ground that you want to see. If you well, want us to go down, well, obviously we're not going on the pitch or anything like that, <laughs> or, or across to other stands. Yeah, no. 
Anything you want us to do, you know, we're, we're going to try and grab a few people, have a little chat with them, see what they think about the game at halftime. So we're going to do a regular halftime show mm. from now on uh, because I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Sean was a little nervous with it. Yeah, I'm a bit fun. <laughs> Sit me in front of a camera where there's nobody around and I'll talk all day long. But if there's people around, I'm, I think people are judging me, and it, and it makes me a bit nervous. I doesn't doesn't bother me. So, so you may have you may have noticed yesterday I was I was a bit less vocal on the on the video than Ryan because, yeah. like Ryan said, he doesn't care. I don't. Whereas I do. I know I shouldn't care because I don't. You know, whatever. But I do. I'm a bit of a people pleaser and things like that. Look, it'll be. You know, I'm more than happy standing there with a the camera talking into it, and it doesn't bother me. Sean might take a little bit more time to get yeah. used to it, but we're going to do that every single week we'll take you away to the away away games that we go to obviously it's always going to be signal dependent so when we go to Salford we'll have to try a halftime show there and you know we'll we'll walk around the the Salford we'll talk to some fans all that sort of stuff hopefully lots of fun and it might be the start of a few other things the full-time one might be a little bit more difficult we tried it yesterday it worked so we're going to maybe try that one again yeah i think maybe with a full-time one maybe that's like something we do when we get home i I don't know i think it's just nice doing it at the ground it is but it's just and maybe it's something that we do when we're walking back to the car or do you know what i mean just yeah because it was a bit like because you got all these people kind of trying to get out and yeah yeah, it's it's so anyway that, you know, we look forward to sharing that with you in the future. We will advertise it a, a bit better the next time we do it. As I say, it was it was just a test, just yeah. to see how it went. But it so. went okay, so yeah, it did. Um, second half, um, uh, first chance fell to Wimbledon. Uh, Joe, is it Joe Davison? Davison, number Which nine. One? Number, number nine. nine. Oh, the one with yeah. the floppy hair. Yes, him. He went clean through. He put it past the post. That was, um, a, bit, that was a bit of a shock. Yeah, the EFL commentator, not um, not Mark, um, said, when you come to Wrexham, they are the chances you have to take. And he was 100% right because we score so many goals at home. It's very rare we fail to score at home, uh, even though... I think when we got to half time, we hadn't scored. We hadn't really created any chances. It was a bit of a shocker. It, it was, but you had a face on you like a smacked <laughs> bum. You did. But Wrexham fans, you ask them, we we all have the belief that we are going to score. Oh, yeah. at, at some point, we know it's going to come, and um, and it did eventually. Uh, Stephen Fletcher around the back. You weren't there. Fuming. Absolutely <laughs> you, fuming. You, Zach and David all went to the toilet at the same time. Went to the toilet. It's a little <laughs> bit of a lull in play. So I went down to the toilet. Uh, I was in the toilet. And then, um, uh, so my nephew and brother-in-law came in. And my nephew went, oh, they've just scored. And I went, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Because I haven't heard anyone cheering. So I'm pretty sure they haven't scored. Just as I said that eruption and I was like oh for god's sake now your natural reaction when that happens is to run out and then you sort of go why have I run here it's not like it's not like I can rewind it is it and see it again I don't know why you do it but you sort of go oh let's get out there then it's like oh yeah I was a cracker of a goal as well I have I have seen it Uh, Um, it's not the same though (laughs) sure me and your dad just looked at each other and went yeah (laughs) It was very much... I'm not sure how, how many times we're going to get away with that because um, it's the, it was a repeat of the barrel, barrel goal. McLean, corner to the back post. Fletcher lost his man 
and was there. Exactly the same as the goal he scored against Barrow. Now, I think a few clubs in the future might be looking at that going, do not lose him. Don't, lo- Don't yeah. lose him at the back post because it, it, it obviously works and it's worked twice for us now. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a great finish. I, I think for a lot of people don't quite understand how good of a finish it was. The ball dropping out of the air like that to be able to control it in, in, in you know, towards goal like that. That's no mean feat. I mean, your bog standard person trying that. I tell you now, do that 50 times and that's spewing off the top of your shin. That's coming off your foot and going the other way. It's difficult. I know that's his job and he's a professional <laughs> footballer. He's there to score goals. But it looked like it was an easy thing for him to do. It did. On it's a lot harder than you would think to yeah, control sure that in that way. But yeah, it was excellent. Um, and then what he decided to do was he wasn't happy with that. So it, the ball came over. He took it down on his knee. He had two players around him. He turned them, f- flicked it behind him, and then he, he played it out to McLean. McLean crossed it in. A little bit of luck. Came back of the defender. Mullin put it in for 2-0. But I would say, because Fletcher got man of the match, I would say it was totally deserved. Yeah. Totally deserved. He got it at the last home game as well, Barrow game. Well, yeah, obviously. Because he got his hat trick, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. So. You know, he scored one. And although he didn't get the assist for the Mullin one, it was all him. He created that out of absolutely nothing. And I did see a comment online. I didn't I didn't know who said it, so I do apologise. But somebody had said online, as much as we love Sam Dalby, Sam Dalby isn't doing that. He, he isn't taking it down in the way Fletcher took it down. He isn't spinning, flicking it back and creating that chance out yeah. of nothing in the way that Stephen is. I get that, but yeah. still. But it, it, so, still. It, yeah. So th- that's why Stephen's starting. And oh, yeah, it, no, it I needs get to that. continue to start. I just, is what yeah, I'm okay. Um, yeah, so another clean sheet. It's a 10th in the league this season, which is pretty impressive, mm. I would say. Um, scoring lots of goals at home, which is f- absolutely fantastic. Yep. Um, some of the other results uh, from this weekend. Stockport beat Walsall uh, 3-1. Yep. Uh, Mansfield drew with Morecambe. Fantastic result for us. Yeah, well And Barrow Morecambe. drew with Sutton. Another really good result for us as well. That leaves a second two points behind Stockport with a game in hand. Uh, Mansfield play their rearranged game on Tuesday yeah. with Forest Green. So that was uh, that was called off back in October because of a waterlogged pitch at Mansfield. Yeah. Um, so they play that on Tuesday. So they've got the chance to go back up to second on Tuesday. It's the only League take Two game on Tuesday. Is the Mansfield game. Right. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, the, the, it, we could Tuesday night. I mean, Forest Green look atrocious this season. I've got a big suspicion they're going to go down. Um, uh, and they're, Mansfield are at home. They're playing Forest Green. The likelihood is I wouldn't be too surprised by the end of the day, uh, Tuesday, that we're back down to third and Mansfield have gone back up we to We have still got a game against Forest Green, haven't we? Yeah, rearrange one. Is that, that an away? That was an that away. That was an away was... game. Yeah. yeah, we don't need we don't cancel games now, do we? Because we've got our special pitch. We've got our special pitch now. Yeah. So, yeah. so we got one game. Excuse me. Wow. We cannot go past the AFC Wimbledon game without making a point. Go on then. 
I got the prediction right, 2-0. I tried to skim over that. I, I, do you I know didn't, what? I, I was waiting. I just thought, do you know what? I'm just going to wait for him to finish oh. talking and then move on to the next segment and he's not even going to mention me the fact that I won the prediction score. I didn't even put it in the notes because I didn't want to. But yes, Sharon got a prediction right. She went for 2-0. Uh, I went for 3-0. I do feel she very much went for 2-0 on the back of my 3-0. But it is what it is. I think... It was very much, I think I turned to you at 1-0. I said, I want us to score again, but I'm not sure I can deal with the stress <laughs> of you having your prediction right and then waiting to see if I get mine right. Uh, but yeah, I think either of, I think we both went for decent predictions, you know, 2-0 two, two and 3-0. Again, um, Zach went for 3-0 at the start of the game. And then switched. <laughs> He was 2-0 again, so well done, Zach. Yeah, well done, yeah. Uh, Look, we got Newport next game. One game this week. It's a League Two game away uh, at Rodney Parade. Uh, It's about 125 miles away from Wrexham. Uh, It's about a three-hour drive. Now, uh, the reason it's so long is the roads from North to South Wales are not great, uh, to be perfectly honest. Um, (coughs) So, yeah, it's about a three-hour drive to that one. Uh, it's Saturday the 20th of January at 3pm, so it will be available for international fans on iFollow. Um, the last game uh, that we played against each other wasn't that long ago. It's a 2-0 win, win on the December the 23rd. Uh, Jones and Lee scored in that one in the second half to give us a 2-0 win. Um, question, do you think revenge is stronger... Question. <laughs> do you think revenge is stronger when you've got a short turnaround in between games, or do you think it... It's better when it's over a longer period of time because the revenge feeling sort of festers for a while. Mm. Or does it diminish over time? I don't think it ever diminishes. No. We were still holding the playoff final from 20 bloody 13, you know, up until until when we played them. So it it does fester for a long time. But what do you think about this short turnaround? Because we only played them three weeks ago. So are they going to want to come back at us more so than if it was at the end of the season? Whether they've got whether they have got the revenge built up in them enough. Yeah. They will always no matter what want to come back at us. Yeah, and they're they home, will. they've got their own crowd. We won't have as many fans there. Horrible ground by the way. Uh, but anyway. So yeah, I think they'll definitely come at us and I think that I think it'll be I think it'll be a good game, if I'm honest. Yeah, fingers crossed. We won't be there because we couldn't get tickets. No. Uh, They won (laughs) uh, away uh, at Doncaster on Saturday. They won 1-0. Last three in the league, they've won one, drawn two. They're unbeaten in the last four. The last game they lost was... Us. Us on the 23rd of December. Uh, This season, they've won nine, drawn eight and lost 11. They're 17th in League Two on 34 points and their top scorer is Will Evans, who has scored quite a few, to be fair. Uh, Prediction. Hmm. So we beat them 2-0. It's going to be tough. I'm going to go, I think, 2-1. Ah, yeah. Obviously to wreck some winning. I'm going to stick with the same result from the first game. I'm going to go for 2-0. Right, let's get that in locked in, shall we? While Sean's doing that, a uh, quick shout out for Dragon Chat. So it's a, a mental health peer support group 
They run a weekly Zoom call on a Thursday from 7 p.m. till 8.30. Um, the best thing to do is follow Dragon Chat-Steve Lloyd on Twitter for all the info. Uh, they also do every home game for anybody local who listens to this. Uh, they do. Uh, they meet up at the Miners Rescue at about 12.30 on a match day uh, on a Saturday. Uh, so head down there if you want to do that. It's an amazing group organization steve does an amazing job uh all the details of how to get on that call are down in the description if you're watching this on youtube it has been announced as well steve put a tweet out the other day that there will be a dragon chat women's peer support group um obviously we will start mentioning that on the podcast as well um once we've got a few more details but um hopefully as of next week we can we can pass on some information about that certainly Quiz time. It is quiz time. Quiz time. Excellent. I've done a bit different this week. Oh, it's an you o- stop mixing it up because it really annoys me. It's an observational me. quiz. Oh, all relating I'm, to the game on Saturday. I am not observational at all. I can guarantee you, you will get at least one of these right because it's something you've already mentioned in the game. Okay. Today. In the game. In the game. In the, in the, in the podcast. podcast. So, number one, we had a good look at the left winger Aaron Sasu in the yeah. first half. But did you notice what number 29. he was wearing? Yes, there was options, but yes. <laughs> You'd already said it, and I knew, I was like, oh, God, that's one of the questions. <laughs> number two, Wimbledon midfielder with the surname Little has a famous clothing designer first name. What is it? Three options, Armani, Versace or Valentino. Oh my God, all of those names are horrendous, but I'm going to go with Armani. It is Armani, it's Armani. Armani Little. That is his name, yes. Oh no, are you poor sod. (laughs) Okay, in what minute did we score either of our goals? And I will allow two minutes either way. You only get one guess. Sorry, say the question again, I was still thinking about Armani. (laughs) In what minute did we score either of our goals? First one was 61 minutes, second one was 69 minutes. Hey, do you know what? I'll give you a high five for that one. Well done. Fletcher first, Mullen second. Number four. (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah. The Wimbledon goalkeeper's surname is described in the English dictionary as any of numerous edible spiny finned freshwater or marine fishes. What is his surname? Would you like me to read that again? Do I not get any options? You do not. Go on then. Any of numerous edible, spiny-finned, freshwater or marine fishes. Salmon. It's not salmon, although another version of the word... I knew you wouldn't get it, so I've... Uh, I've okay. Given you. Another version of the word, which sounds different but is spelt the same, is described in the dictionary as the lowest adult male singing voice. Tenor. Tenor, you're going for tenor, the, no. the well-known tenor fish. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Tuna fish. No. <laughs> <laughs> His surname was Bass. <coughs> yes, it was. I yeah. remember. We literally watched the highlights again about an hour ago. Do you know ago. what I was thinking? Because I thought, oh, his surname's a little bit like ours. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last one. Which food item could be seen in the Wimbledon starting lineup? Was it curry, lamb, or rice? Curry. Interrupting me, are you? Yeah, curry. I'm I'm glad you got it wrong. No, it was curry. It was curry. I know it was curry. Yes, it was. Well done. Four out of five. You didn't get four out of five, did you? You didn't get bass, right? 
That's oh the God, only you, one that I didn't get oh right. God, you did get four out of five. Yes. So used to against so little. Yes. All right, chill out. And I've been down. off work all week ill, and yeah. that's really good, that. You can hear it in your voice. I know, you can it, yeah. I sound like I smoke about 50 bags a day, which yeah, I no, don't. No. Right, well, thank you very much for tuning in again this week. Um, a few camera issues this week. I uh, don't know what's going on with it, but uh, we hope we managed to edit this together so it looked as natural as possible. Uh, but yes, so uh, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing you again. Look forward to it? I don't know. What's, how's the outro go? Uh, we'll see you next week. Oh, yeah. All right, <laughs> bye. Bye.